Welcome to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian Americans in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Ava. I'm Sophie. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. Before we start, I wanted to announce that we're officially on Instagram at Rice and Shine Podcast, so you can check us out there. This week is going to be more of a chill episode. We're going to be discussing music since I think music plays a pretty big role in our lives. And with all the different genres and artists, I thought we would discuss our personal tastes and connections with this art form. So what do you guys like to listen to? Um, I mostly listen to like BTS, NCT, Nicki, and like, and Hypen. So mostly K-pop, but I do listen to like some American artists like um, Nicki and like MXM Tunes. Have you guys heard of them? Yeah, I know them. I love them. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no for me. Oh, well, Nikki has like a couple songs like so cool. or she has a lot of songs. Yeah. But like she have you guys heard of Loki? Like, you know, that yes. one song? Yes. Mhm. Oh, yeah. So that's and then her. there's Vintage. Yeah. And um I like you. Now, guys, yeah. this is not only the Eric Nam fan club, it is becoming the Nikki fan club. Oh, yeah, Eric Nam. Love that guy. <laughs> he's like old enough to be my dad, but he doesn't look. How like old it. is he? he? So How old is he? Thirty? Is he like twenty something? No, yeah. he's what like the heck? Yeah, so we listen to him. But Ava, you have like really different music tastes than. Well, we all have yeah. pretty different music um, tastes, but yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so I just listen to like. Oh well, I don't really find myself listening to music nowadays, but like I normally listen to classical music, mainly because I'm just. A classical musician but i know you guys play insurance so like does that affect anything for your music taste no, no. <laughs> so what well, i actually i play violin but i'm not good at it so i don't really yeah. like to listen to I violin can... music but i love listening to piano music like when i'm studying yeah. classical music is the way to go and then also like when it's like raining outside and you're in the car listening to classical music oh my god yeah the vibes do you guys know Joe Hisashi? He's the one who's done all the music for uh, Studio Ghibli movies. Ooh, Studio Ghibli movie music is so amazing. It's the best. I yes. have it on my now. Yeah, it like tugs at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Hisashi, <laughs> you're one of a kind, dude. He's so cool. Yeah, but I play French horn, and I never listen to French horn music because French horn like, music. I'm like, I'm not even good at French horn, so I can't really. Like, I'll just get jealous of whoever's, this, like, playing it, so I wouldn't say it influences me. Yeah, I'm not really the musically talented person in my family, even though, like, my grandpa, he's a music professor. My great-grandma. So is mine. Oh, wow. oh dude. My great-grandma, Dang. she's, like, she was an opera singer, like, and then my brother, he's, like, Whoa. a prodigy, like, he plays piano, he plays drums, and he's only nine, and so I feel like oh. the music gene had to go somewhere, and it went to Miles. <laughs> yeah, same with me. My brother actually, like, cares about trumpet, and he, like, plays well. And then I, like, I never practice. Only when there's a playing test, I'll play, like, I'll sight read it. And then I'll just submit it, because I'll be like, okay, that's good enough. Sophie, you so... have to pray that <laughs> our teachers are not listening right now. You are really exposing yourself. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not that passionate about French horn. Stop. So, just like, <laughs> you're digging yourself deeper. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> okay. So like how do you guys get into like 
your taste in music? Like, how do you discover your favorite songs and artists? I think my parents uh, played a big role because, I don't know, my parents, they listen to a lot of music. Like I was saying, everyone in my family is pretty musical. So my dad, like my parents, they would just play 80s when I was little. And do you guys know Gorillas? They're like a band. Yeah, my dad likes them. Yeah, I've heard of them. So my dad, when I was little, I remember him, he'd just come up to me and like recite the raps from Gorillas songs. <laughs> and I thought he was just like saying something really random until I listened to it. So, yeah. So would you say you're like into that kind of music? I don't, like I'm the Gorillas? And, like, Is it rock? It's, like, rock, but also, like, I don't know, it's very, I don't know, very universal, because it's, like, they do, like, rock, but they also do, like, rap, I don't know, but my parents, I think they influenced my music taste a lot, like, 80s music, I still listen to that and enjoy it, you know, and I think, yeah, they just influenced me, but also, I think, listening to the radio, and then just being, like, listening to Spotify, and when, it, like, your playlist runs out, it'll play random songs, so there's that. That's literally, like, the same as me. When I was little, um, my, my like, aunt and my cousin, they came from Korea, and they stayed with us for a while. And when they were here, they would play, like, Korean ballads. And I didn't really care. But then after I got into Korean music, I, like, started getting back into, like, those old-school, like, Korean rock songs and like ballads so I like have a special place in my heart for those songs and then I like listen to k-pop well I listen to mostly bts but I just try to listen to Korean music in general because I don't know I think that's how I like expand my vocabulary so yeah that's that's kind of what I listen to and then of course I went through like my American pop phase where I listened to like maroon five <laughs> yeah i think we've all had that phase. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah like the radio i'm not sure yeah what, the like radio. the radio station is called in like this washington area but um in oregon it was z100 <laughs> so i would like listen to that station shout out to that oregon radio station yeah i think for me it's like the opposite because my parents like well my family, when I started listening to K-pop, because I thought it was, like, fun, they, like, trashed me for it, except for my mom, but <laughs> they, like, trashed me for it, so that didn't help, but I think it's really fun. Like, um, I first found out about K-pop in fifth grade, and that's when, like, I listened to this one BTS song called Save Me, and I talk about it all the time, because it, like, it holds such a special place I in my I remember heart. that. I remember. Um, we were at our friend's house, and he had, like, an Alexa, so... I was like, Alexa, please save me. And at that time, Sophie wasn't really into BTS, but like she like somehow knew that song. And that, that like, song, like I'll explain because I Lauren was with me in fifth grade and she like knows she knows that I played this song all the time. And I, I was like up. struggling a lot in fifth grade. Like for some reason fifth grade was a really hard year for me. And I think it became like a comfort song. And I didn't really realize that because I recently rediscovered it like earlier this year and like when I listened to it that feeling of comfort returned and I was like oh my gosh because like I don't know it it's like escape from reality for me which is like so cheesy but that's like genuinely what I feel like it's so comforting and so like BTS kind of became like 
my comfort place, you know? Because there's also another song, Magic Shop. I know Grace definitely knows about oh this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, and my God. There's, like, okay, I'll read you a line. It says, well, it's obviously in Korean, but I'll just translate it. On days where I hate being myself, uh, days when I want to disappear forever, let's make a door in your heart. Open the door, and this place will await. It's okay to believe I'll comfort you in the magic shop. And when I heard that, I just, like, lost my mind. Because, like, you know, there, there are so many moments when I just want to disappear because, like, stress, school, whatever. And so it's so, like... It's so comforting knowing that whenever I need a place of comfort, I can listen to that song. And there are like seven people who are always going to love and support me and they'll never like leave because I can just play the song. And that's just, that's how I kind of developed my love for K-pop. Cause like I listen to other K-pop bands, but BTS like really means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I feel like a lot of songs, they talk about like love and like, you know things that we all experience but those can be comforting songs but then like obviously we're talking about bts right now so like their songs for example their messages directly they're like directly speaking to us and like they're the like the theme of the song um feels even more personal because they themselves as artists are being vulnerable so i think like that's why their songs are like really special Right. And then Lauren and I both listened to, we already talked about it earlier, but like Nikki. And I also know she listened to MXM too. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Me? I've never heard yeah. of them. Yeah. Is, I, it a, uh, is it a band? Uh, Sophie, um, I introduced you to MXM too. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. I, is I, that I an American band? She's oh, a, like a singer songwriter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so American. I didn't even answer that question. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she came out with an album, like, uh, seventh grade-ish. Well, I can't, I can't remember what year that was, but when I was in seventh grade. Like, and I listened to that album. You mean, yeah. like, two years ago? Yeah. yeah, something like that. And it was, like, the Masquerade album, oh, I'm pretty sure. That. Yeah, that album, like, hit me hard. There was a couple songs in there, like, un- Unentitled sorry i can't read untitled and it's like it hits really hard and then this other wow. one used to Sophie's you seventh grade feels yeah because mm-hmm. i was like you know i was going through like my edgy face i was like oh i'm so sad <laughs> yeah so i listened to these ones <laughs> they're really good songs and i feel like i'm talking too much so i'll just like shift it over to you guys and then we can like continue the conversation okay. in the way of comfort songs i have some written down guys i prepared but, um, should I go in chronological order? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You put them in chronological order? No, I didn't write them in chronological order. I'm saying, should I read them? Like, in the years of first listening? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. So, Joe Hisashi, wonderful Studio Ghibli composer. He, um, he, my, like, comfort movie, my go-to movie, I think this is going to be my next episode, but... My comfort movie is uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We watched that together, like, that one time, and it changed my life. Yeah. Not exaggerating. If you haven't seen Howl's Moving Castle, you need to. It, like, it, I don't know. It just changes you once you watch it. So that movie, I don't know. It just makes me feel, I don't know. It's, it's just, 
is almost nostalgic, you know? But yeah. um, the theme for uh, Howl's Moving Castle is called Merry-Go-Round of Life. And it's blown up on TikTok lately. But, you know, I didn't know that until recently. So I'm an OG Merry-Go-Round of Life fan. Don't at me. But it's like this waltz. And it's just really, like, soothing. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it makes you feel whole, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably like, also the memories. Oh, you go ahead. Oh, yeah, like, I I just recently started getting into the Ghibli films, and I, like, for the first time started watching um, all the films, and I watched Howl's Moving Castle. And I don't know, I've never watched it before, but it just gave me such, like, nostalgic vibes. I don't know. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's just amazing, incredible. So then one of, like, comfort song. I don't know if I categorize it as a comfort song. It's just, like, a song that, I, like, I associate with memories. But Lights Down Low by Max. So let me explain. <laughs> I know. It took me a bit to register. <laughs> I know you're thinking. This is such, like, okay, a... Okay, Max, Max is fine. He's fine. Let's, he collabed with Shuga, so... Yeah, that, that song. Yeah, we love him for that, Wait, so... Yeah. That song, you're thinking. That song is so mainstream. It's so... I don't know, radio, but let me tell you. I was living in my apartment back then, and during that time, I was very easily distracted, still am, so when I would go into my room to do homework, my parents would take away my phone, and, because usually I listen to music while I'm doing homework, because, I don't know, it helps me, but then, I don't know, there's that, but... I would listen, turn on the radio, and there was just this one station, and they would play lights down low, like, every hour. So, if you were to quiz me on the lyrics right now, I'd get it. And this Did you give like us the first grade. line, Lauren? The first line? Yep. Wait. Nope. <laughs> I need to call on it. <laughs> Heaven only knows the demo. Been, but I don't really need to know. I know that, that you're going to come and go. Wait, lights, what's it called again? Lights down. Lights down low. It's like that one. The that Spanish version. Have. The Spanish version. There's a Spanish version? Yeah, I, I listened to that one. Oh. I don't know why I listened to that. But anyway, I remember sitting on my bed and doing my homework, and that would play on the radio so often. I remember it would be like raining, and my bed was like yeah. right out the window. And okay, I that's a vibe. Room with my brother because we were in an apartment. And I just sit there and do my homework. And I remember it being very peaceful because that song is very, like, it, like it's the title kind of gives it away, but it's like very slow. It's very, like, I don't know, very, like, dark feel like, like, I don't know. How I think I get it. You, yeah, it's you like know vibe. Rainy day vibes. Yeah, exactly. You know? And right. then another sixth grade bop. Now let me preface this. This was before I was into K pop. I wasn't really into K pop until, like, yesterday. That's an exaggeration. But not until recently. And so, do you guys know Dean? Um, there's yes. a lot. Instagram, Instagram. Yes, in- exactly. It's Instagram. And you know, he made no uh, money off of that song. Hmm? He made no money off of that song. Really? Like, oh copyright, my copyright. Because <gasps> he used Instagram in the title. No. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I know. No! He deserves, he, like, he needs. Oh, yeah, I know. That He's song. so good. So, that so just came talented. up on, like, my Spotify shuffle or whatever, and I, like, had, I didn't understand any of it. I didn't even, like, look up the translation until, like, two years later, but you can just feel the emotion, and I think it's a good example of not needing to know the language to feel the emotion and feel the message, and, yeah, like, the music mm-hmm. video for that, oh my gosh, that music video is insane, 
because it's like the song's about like the social how people are addicted to social media and all that and so I read this comment under the music video and and one part the screen goes black and it's like it's because they he wants you to look at yourself and like face yourself whoa okay wait I I just like put it on my liked on Spotify because I I hadn't heard of it it's oh my gosh it's so good it's so good it's in all lowercase so that's how you know it's gonna be like you know yeah a vibe Yeah. yeah So that song, like I still, I still listen it to the, listen to it to this day, and I think it's just a song that doesn't get old, and one, it's like that rainy day vibe still. And I think I don't know I, and you you don't even need to be into K-pop. I wasn't into K-pop, you know. Like it's not about the language, especially with that song. You don't need to know the language to feel the emotion from it. Yeah, I think people we talked about this briefly like last episode, but I think. You have to, like, listen to it, and then you'll realize that it kind of breaks the language barrier, because you still feel, like, the emotions that they're trying to convey, right? Oh, yeah, and then I looked up the translation, and this, like, video of someone singing it popped up, and, like, I don't know, it, and the translation, often, when you're doing the translation for these songs that aren't in English, when you put it together with the uh, melody and whatever, it doesn't fit, but when it was translated to English and this guy was singing it, it fits so, so well, and it just, I don't know, it made it feel even more meaningful. Okay, so back to, like, how I got, or how we got into our music, so I kind of got into classical music in kind of an odd way, well, I mean, I got into it through, like, my piano plus theory class, so I remember, like, it was a summer day, and I had this group theory class with like my brother and everyone in our piano studio. And so we were running down the stairs and I got there first. So we normally do these like reports on composers. So I chose to do Beethoven and that's sort of how I, but I didn't really know who any of the composers were. So my brother and all of the people there were like, oh, you did Beethoven, but Mozart's obviously better. So me being some like, how old was I? Probably first grader. I was like trying to oppose my brother who chose Mozart. And so basically I was like, oh yeah, let me start listening to his music. And honestly, his music is incredible. The emotion within Beethoven's music is just sort of breathtaking. I didn't really start getting into his music until like later, third grade, fourth grade. But I feel like it's carried over very much. Like, I don't know if you guys have had like similar experiences where something is just so beautiful that you just can't stop listening. Yeah, I think classical is really timeless like that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, it's, like, super timeless. And then there are, like, pieces that we all know. Like, everybody, not just us, but, like, everyone in the world basically knows. And I think that just circles back around to, like, there doesn't even need to be lyrics for there to be emotion, for there to be feeling that people... Yeah, like, I feel like music is just that universal language that everyone sort of gets and understands. For sure. And, like, with classical, you kind of, like, create your own meanings for it since there's no words, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think it, like, that kind of makes it more special. And Yeah, like, with classical music, you kind of make your own interpretations for it. Yeah, so, I know I've met 
people who have like listened to my similar music and we've sort of connected have you guys had similar experiences definitely so (laughs) (laughs) sophie knows what i'm talking about but um i was able to reconnect with this old friend who i was friends with in like elementary school and because we were both into this uh, K-pop group called NCT. <laughs> and so I was trying to get Sophie into NCT. So I created this, we created this group chat. And now we're all NCT fans. Shout out, oh, yeah. Swaggers. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I think I should explain a little more. So basically, um, I reconnected with one of my old friends. Do you think, wait, can I like say her name? Because she listens to all of our episodes. So uh, I mean, go for it. Yeah, I'll just say it. So basically, I had a friend. Her name's Camely, and we, we were friends in like in like first grade. And then recently, we reconnected um, over Snapchat. So we just talked like normal. And then Lauren showed me like an NCT video, and I was like, "Oh, Camely's into NCT." And then Lauren was like, "We need to make a group chat." So she forced me to make the group chat, mm-hmm. and here we are. <laughs> so we like we connected a lot over K-pop because we're like friends. Wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. That's we're so like awkward. Friends. Because <laughs> we're like friends. Because we like got closer because of K-pop. And like a couple days ago, we watched a concert together. Obviously in the backyard, socially distanced. Duh. Fun. But we watched a concert together. But we don't just talk about K-pop. Like we've built such a like wholesome friendship. Because, you know, while we're watching, if it's like a boring stage, we can, we'll just talk to each other about random stuff. And... Yeah, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be so close if it wasn't for our common interest in K-pop. So that's like the main example for me of like meeting people through my favorite music. Yeah, I feel like music is such a big connector. It's just very meaningful. Okay. I haven't really like made any new friends. I mean, besides reconnecting with Cam, but um, my, like I've converted my parents to like listening to certain musicians. So like with my mom. Like, I've mentioned Conan Gray before, but like I've said before, he's also um, Japanese and white. And so I was able to, like, really, like, identify with him for that. And his first song that I listened to was Crush Culture. And it was at a time when all my friends had crushes and, and whatever, but I didn't. And I felt, like, just sort of a pressure. I feel like there's often a really big pressure on young girls to, like, be in love and whatever. And when I listened to that song, like, in the song, he's saying, like, crush culture makes me want to spill my guts out. He's like, I, you don't need to be in love. And that helps me feel, like, validated, you know? And Mm -hmm. so, two years ago? One year ago? I don't know. Some years ago, um, there was this Conan Gray concert that was coming up. And I was like, I want to go. I want to check him out because I think he's cool. And my mom was like, okay, I'll go with you. I want... I wanted Sophie to come, but she couldn't. But now I was like, <laughs> I'll come with you. So I went with my mom, and we were listening to his songs on the way, and she's like, he looks like your dad when he was young. So that's another connection. But I think just getting in my, my parents and my family into different artists is kind of like also a connection that I've made. Yeah, totally. I definitely get that. I'll just like kind of like my experience is pretty similar to that. And, like, a couple months ago, I was, like, (laughs) pretty upset because I tried to, like, introduce my parents to BTS. And then my dad was, like, they're so weird, whatever. And I was, like, okay, but (laughs) moving on. 
my mom was like, oh, I want to learn about them. And so I started introducing her to the BTS members and it took a while, but I'm really proud of her because she spent a lot of time like learning about them. And now she's a pretty big fan. So we like to watch their concerts together and it's like really connected us. Like we're way closer than we have ever been. Cause like I'm pretty distant with my family most of the time, but with my mom, we have like a common interest and it's fun to like watch videos with her. And I don't think we would be that close if we didn't, like, share that connection. Yeah, so. shout out to Sophie's family, because they're probably listening. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, after, ever since I started listening to more, like, Korean rock and Korean ballads, I've definitely connected more with my parents, but they also know about BTS, because BTS, like, just like how we know, like, Tom Cruise, or Brad Pitt in America, like, everybody knows that name. BTS is that influential and popular in Korea, so my parents definitely know them, Um, but I've, like, mostly connected with people my age and, like, friends through music. Um, For example, like, after Sophie and Lauren started going crazy about NCT, I (laughs) almost... I almost took the time to uh, like look into them, so I'll be doing you? that. Great. Okay, it's life changing. It. Get on it. top I'll of do that. it. You okay, got it. Like it. the members are I so say funny. Life changing, but I'd say it's a fun experience. Yeah. They're very funny people. Yeah, it was so pretty I'll interesting. look into them, and then Conan Gray. Obviously, um, I'm listening to his stuff for Lauren, and then classical music. Like classical music is something that makes me feel. I don't know. It makes me feel rich. And it makes me, like, want <laughs> to be rich. Like that, yeah, so definitely just with, like, these three friends, I've, like, um, connected with them because they have different music tastes. So that makes me want to, like, go out and do research about, like, yeah, artists. I, I kind of want to get into so, yeah. not going to lie. Like, oh, my gosh. We should. It's, an, it's a new world. Then we can I, go to Korea together. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, do we speak the amazing. language? No, Grace, you're gonna have to do the translator. Yeah, you're gonna have to do. Yeah, I got yeah. you. You're gonna have to do all. Of oh, it. me and Grace sometimes practice Korean together. Okay, yep. you can translate. I know like one sentence, but then Grace is like, "You're doing so well," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm literally like, I'm so nice. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I I want to just keep encouraging Sophie and like you guys to learn Korean. Just how, like, I'm learning about the artists you guys like. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's I just started like, learning Korean yeah. for Grace. It's more fun when, like, your friends don't have, like, the same exact interest as you. Because then, like, you can kind of, like, research and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the other day, just randomly, Grace sent me this link to this song called Don't by Hwasa and Loco. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Wait, shut up. Wait, oh! <laughs> and then I sent her some music and I think that was a fun way for us to connect because you know I've always wanted to have that little uh music connection for someone to be like oh my gosh I was listening to this thought you might like it so yeah Grace, I love you we kind of yeah oh, we love you too yeah <laughs> we all love each other yes quad yeah. goals quad, quad. okay quad. <laughs> um yeah I'll just <laughs> a little unrelated but 
Um, on that chat I was talking about earlier with me, Camille, and Lauren, we like started setting Shout out to Camille. Hi, Camille. Yeah, we started doing squad squad. Uh, song requests. <laughs> and then we were like, guys, let's make a collaborative playlist. And we did. And it's one of my favorite playlists. It's called Foreign Swaggers. So there's Foreign Swaggers part one and Foreign Swaggers part two. Let's get that right. Oh, yeah. So part one is like K-pop. And then part two is like English music. And it expanded my like, uh, what's it called? Like, in- repertoire. yeah, repertoire. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So to wrap things up, I think we should go over. So why do we listen to music? So I know I listen to music just to sometimes de-stress and to have like good background noise, you know, but like, why do you guys listen to music? I think for similar reasons. And I think also just to like connect w- with like my friends but, like, connect with the artist almost, like, have that feeling, and, like, if I'm ever, there's, like, certain songs that are good for different moods, and I feel like when you have those songs, like, if it's a rainy day, and, for example, you're playing some Studio Ghibli soundtracks, it really yeah. just amplifies the, like, you know, the mood. The vibe. Yeah. Yes, the vibe, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I'd say music is, like, my comfort place and my escape from reality, because, um, I mentioned this earlier about Save Me, the BTS song. Um, it was my first comfort song, and, like, I discovered it while I was struggling a lot. And I genuinely feel like it helped me through all those hard times because, like, it just brought me so much happiness and comfort, and I just felt safe listening to it. And nowadays, since I've rediscovered BTS, I've, like, listened to a lot more of their songs. And they've, like... They're my number one, like, musical person that I listen to because their songs are, there's different ones for different times, but there's a lot of, like, comforting ones and, like, ones that I can relate to because, like, you know, mental health, that's kind of a universal thing. And they talk about that. They're very vulnerable with themselves. And I really appreciate that because I feel like I can connect with someone and, like, if I'm struggling, I'm not struggling alone. Like, their new song, Life Goes On, just like a little <laughs> a little plug. Oh, my but, God. Yeah, oh that song God. hits because COVID hit so... everyone really hard. And it really affected my mental health way more than I expected. And it's nice to have a reminder that, like, I'm not alone in this worldwide pandemic. Like, life will go on eventually. And it's nice to listen to it and the relax whenever I'm anxious and, like, tired and whatever. Yeah, that song is just so good. Like, whenever I listen to it, it makes me want to, like, go outside. And it, like, makes you romanticize your life. And it makes you feel like you're the main character. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so comforting. Mm -hmm. And RM did a solo album called Mono, where he focused a lot on, like, mental health and all these serious topics and that album like really helped me a lot one of the songs is called tokyo and one of the lines is like when tomorrow comes how different it's gonna be and it's like it it can apply to a lot of things it's like how you interpret it which is kind of what we talked about earlier but it's like the days kind of blur sometimes 
And I really resonated with those lyrics, which sounds really funny, but um, it reminds me that I'm also not alone in this. Like, my feelings are valid. There's people who also experience this. And the song is just something that, like, can help you get through those struggles. And that's mostly why I listen to music. I think what you said about BTS, like, um, I think you have some great points, but, like, just to, like, summarize, I think um, BTS, they're such good artists because they have multiple genres. Like, if you listen to BTS, you might know that they started off as a hip-hop group, and they make so many different kinds of music. So I think that's how, like, mostly... um, like a lot of people can connect with it. So I think that's um, a really amazing thing about them. And then as for me, um, well, Sophie and Lauren, they kind of had some deep reasons of why they listen to music. And, Not really. Um, this is kind of funny. <laughs> Not for me. I, I started listening to Korean music to study. Um, I would play a part of a song and then I would translate it into English or I would like listen to an English song or a song in English and then I would translate that to Korean and I started like exercising um that like part of my brain by listening to Korean music and now I do that with like Korean dramas and Korean variety shows and I watch a lot of Korean YouTubers so I think, like, music sort of started, like, my journey of finding my identity as someone who's Korean-American. So, I guess that's kind of deep, but, yeah, I, like, started listening to uh, it, yeah, that was study. Yeah, I love how you're, like, Lauren, Lauren's reasons are so deep, and I'm like, hee-hee, funny rain time. And then Grace is like, <laughs> tells me to accept myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, squad, squad. squad, squad. I'll just end it here. So, yeah. Wait. These were our thoughts on our con- Oh no, no. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> These were our thoughts on our connections with music. Thank you so much, and see you next time.